I think it's this year, matter of fact, this yeah. is the year of the dogs. My next door neighbor came in and gave us like little dogs. Who is a like, bell bottom? Dog gang, yeah. fuck everybody else. Dog gang. Yeah, if you guys haven't Someone been paying attention, we're talking about Chinese. Flex. Zodiac. They flex Wait, wait, what are you guys again? Wait, you're 90 I'm and a what? dog, 95. 90 and 95. Or no, not no, I'll say 95. Boar is 95, and what are you, 90? 90. You're the horse. You're and the actually, horse. Okay. Because each of the each of the uh, years is attached to an element, and in Chinese there's like five elements. So I'm a metal horse. I think I'm a wood boar. And but it's all in that book. Yeah. So yeah. Would, a wood boar, like a wood specific boar, just oh, not a boar in general. It's, well, there, it, that's the element. <laughs> so what are we like golden? Should we can pick like what kind of <laughs> oh, dog boar? Oh, I found an answer. Every, every okay, so there's twelve. Oh, Liam's a boar. And it goes every twelve years. It changes. Oh. Uh, but every time it changes, it changes to a different element. So there's like. It doesn't go come back, circle around until like sixty years. That's oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah. So the, the um, I looked up like who's like a celebrity that has the same like like um, animal yeah um, totem and and the same element and Sean Connery. So shout out Sean Connery, bro, fucking 007. Okay. Oh, that's your boy. I can't even tell you who the fuck is a, a dog in Chinese zodiac. As far as the celebrity, I, I would have, yeah, exactly. I, I would have to really like deep dive into that, but I'm sure I'll find somebody pretty interesting. Returning yeah, guests, myself, uh, unidentified, yeah. That whiskey locker, we got Dell in the building. Dell. If you guys have been listening to our podcast, you know we don't like to, you know, brag about special guests, but we have a special guest <laughs> in the building. Dell is in the building, Whiskey Locker. Welcome, everybody, <laughs> far and wide. We are here, located in the finest city in the fucking universe. That is so true. I'll go by the name of Will B. Joined with me always. And this is Dice Roller Radio, episode number 13. 
You made it. The lucky 13. Did you guys get any tattoos on this recent Friday the 13th? Friday the 13th tattoos. You stoked on that shit? Oh, now we have to see it. Whoa, what the fuck? I'm so... So don't trip. Like, I got a fly. A fly. Because I'm very tired. Oh. Wow. I love how he said it so casual because I'm fly. No, that's not the reason. I was actually like... Like, before I even had the opportunity to get this fly tattoo, I was, like, really reading in depth, like, Thursday and Friday about, like, the metaphysics behind certain animals and, like, behind animal totems. Uh-huh. And so the fly, like, represents, like, multiplication and things, like, growing quickly, you know what I mean? Okay. And also, like, random things, like, popping into your experience and, like, opportunities and taking them. Because, like, usually when a fly comes in, like, you don't see it come in the door or come in the fucking window. Like, it's just by your eye and you're pissed instantly. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, and they're also, like, omens of, like, misfortune and, like, saying, or, and, like, danger. So saying, like, yo, um, no, be cautious of, like, what's happening around you. Like, be aware. So anytime a certain, like, thing that I have attached these ideas to already comes into my experience, it, like, reminds me to, like, be in the moment, be happy, like, calm down, everything's fine, I'm fucking safe, surrounded by love and light, good people around me. I mean, so just having this, like, fly that's, like, really visible to me and not to many other people because it's on the inside of my arm, Uh it's a huge representative of that, that to me. You know what I mean? Like, and I support people who get tattoos for no reason. I think that shit's sick. Yeah. I got a little palm tree with a bird next to it. Like, no reason. To me, I was going to do that for this last one. My girl actually got a piercing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. for Friday the 13th. But I wanted to get a tattoo, but, like, everybody was fucking, like, lined up to the back. You got a nice on me, too, bro? I'm committed, bro. I need to get that. No tattoos. No way. I want one, but I don't know yet. Do your first tattoo, just no reason. They're like, yeah. Yeah, they just walk into a tattoo shop. For the longest time, like... Five years ago, I would have said I want face tat, but just get a fucking happy face like, or something. Like, you said a fucking face tat, and you said a happy face. That's got to be an omen, because today I was thinking I wanted to get a fucking happy face <laughs> tattoo on my face. Well, for groundbreaking. Your eyes kinda, just got so wide, like you just. <laughs> like, that shit's real to me. That's like, crazy. I, I pay attention to the omens. All right. Well, before we get into anything, I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone joining us on Instagram. Uh, Instagram live going. Shout out everyone on SoundCloud. And now, shout out to everybody who has subscribed to us on Apple Music, Spotify, and anything else you could really think about uh, that's on a podcasting platform. We're in there like swimwear. Uh, we've had a lot of good positive vibes, so f- uh, positive feedback as far as like, you know, now that we're on like different streaming platforms. So, Thank you guys for, you know, checking for us, listening to us. Got a lot more shit working. We'll be talking about a lot of other things that are going to be going down this week as far as dice roller relations and uh, just, you know, events and all that. But, yeah, we'll get down to that after this whole little process. What's good, guys? How are you guys doing? Thank you for joining us here on this very special day, this very hot yet somewhat gloomy Monday. Uh, Doing good. Um, Excited to, you know be alive but uh got got a lot of work done today had some fun went down to the bar a couple hours ago had a couple drinks and now i'm here having a drink life can't be any better another one yeah <laughs> how was your guys weekend would you guys you guys do anything crazy crazy this weekend i seen you was you were out of club i was say you were like at some club with or what oh, like, I Right, Come on, but yeah, yeah, let's say what's up. Talk some dude, shit on this mic. Let's fucking what did I go. Do this weekend? What'd you guys do? Yeah, 
Oh, oh shit, my bad. <laughs> Turn it up too much or I think what? I left Sergey's house at like three in the morning. I swear I thought you were there, but you weren't there. Word. Was that the day that we were kicking it? So oh, that was this week. That was oh, this weekend. because we were in South Park. Went to Camille Coffee and seen Josh and Jay James perform. Yeah, I think that was the same day. Oh, but that was I right know. after I kicked it with you. But then I thought, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. Dude, we were. I was trying to give you guys the Addy for that shit, but I didn't even have it till mad late. Yeah. I wasn't even sure if I was going to go. So then, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was going to be like. But it ended up being kind of cool. But it was like just high school homies, like kind of connecting and plotting. I mean, why am I talking? They'll talk. Like, Dude, all right. So <laughs> I got really messed up. <laughs> but that was basically it. I just got really messed up. Um, That's fun. fun. I don't do that, though. Like, I work at Whiskey Locker, and everybody's like, all you do is drink all day long. I'm like, no, dude, I actually have, like, one thing of whiskey. It's this small. And whenever somebody's like, oh, what are you drinking? I'm like, okay, here. Do people, people expect you to be a whiskey yeah, expertise? and I mean, I do drink whiskey, but, like, yeah, the course. last three months, I've been super dry, like, not drinking. So this weekend, when I started drinking, I had, like, one beer. And I was like, oh, now another beer, and then mm-hmm. another beer. And it turned into way too many beers. Uh-huh. Shit, I just I was chilling this weekend. I, I got a crazy week ahead of me. I, I work at the Marquee, so we got Comic-Con this week coming up. So it's going to be fucking a zoo. All the San Diego natives know what's good when it comes down to these four days. Honestly, dude, it's a weak event. Like, motherfuckers are strong. I don't know if you guys even seen downtown, like that whole little gas lamp district. Like They already got the posters rolled out. They got the hotels. I was like six. Dude, okay, well, so we got a veteran here, guys. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know the Hilton across the street from the actual like convention center. Yeah, the Bayfront. Yeah. So I lived in front of that building. Really. So for like three years, dude, fucking hate Comic Con. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you gonna it's gonna be a hectic <laughs> week for you, man. <laughs> but honestly, now I feel like I can go and really enjoy it because I'm like I don't have to walk like not have to walk. Hey, so we're actually throwing a Comic Con after party. It's going to be presented by Dice Roller Radio. Dice Roller Radio's first event. Uh, we can't talk too much about it, but it's going to be fucking OP. Very confidential, so classified information. We got, a, we got a couple people locked in and uh, super gassed on It's going to be wild. I might get drunk. <laughs> I would hope so. Yo, I want to take Atlas to Comic-Con to like walk around and take photos of the people that are dressed up. Because he loves superheroes. And and uh, he, he knows how to take photos oh, with like wow. disposables and shit like that. And like... I taught him that like two years ago already. Like, so he's fucking pro at that shit. Dude, you should make like a little booklet. No, yeah, I want I want to do like a whole fucking like little zine of work that he's done, or do like a gallery of work that Atlas of like photos Atlas. Of his like greatest photos. Yeah, or just like comic con. Or then like photos, one section like, will be comic con, but like yeah, it's like. Dude, he's gonna be like the only. How old is he? He's four and a half. Four and a half year old that you know, has his own art show. Can we? Can he do it at MySpace though? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, please. And all of the artwork would be, like, his height level, though. Oh, that'd be fucking So, like, people nice. have to, like, bend down and yeah. see it from his point of view. Damn. Damn. That's, that's it. Let's get into it, though. Uh, we got someone here who owns our own shop. Well, can you oh, kindly yeah. tell us what your shop is called? I mean, we name-dropped it, I think, a couple times already, but... I've got a shop down in North Park, so it's, like, Kitty Corner from uh, Tribute Pizza. You guys have been in Tribute. Or Lucky's Diner. Lucky's Diner, I know that. Dude, right next door, so he's, like, my neighbor. He, like, gives me bacon every morning. What's Lucky's Diner? What? Yeah. Dude, it's a breakfast spot. Breakfast it's, spot. You get, like, a whole breakfast for, like, five bucks. So, yeah, go ahead and explain. It's a, it's a men's clothing store. 
Okay. So it's got like raw denim. Everything's made in the U.S. Everything's mostly local. Mm-hmm. So like the soap and all that other shit. Like it's made in North Park, in South Park. You sell soap? I sell the best soap. It's Ooh. called North Park soap. Shit, I wouldn't expect to call anything less. Yeah, dude. North Park soap. And the homie makes it. He like lives three streets over and he makes it. So as soon as people walk in, like they've got all these smells of like the candles, the soaps. We've got a barber shop in there now. So you know that smell when you walk into a barber shop and you're yeah. like, I'm in a fucking barber shop. It's kind of like the aftershave. Kind the of aftershave, smell. Yeah. like all the the alcohol in there. And yeah, so people walk in, they get all these really great smells that are kind of nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And then they see me in the back, and I'm like, Yo, you want some water? It's hot out there. Or we got some beer and some whiskey. And you catch them off guard. They're like. Did you just offer me beer and whiskey? Huh. That's crazy because we were talking about this, like, just me and you before we were breaking it down. I was like, when you said that, because, like, I, I've heard of a place that serves whiskey while you're shopping. And then you said that. And I was like, oh, do you do this? And you said yes. I was like, oh, fuck, that's crazy because I heard about it. And I thought that was a good idea because, like, a lot of high-end spots like Louis Vuitton, uh, like, in fashion, they serve champagne. Exactly. And they got, like, little fucking finger smorgasbords or whatever the fuck you call them. And, like, you know, a little small champagne sample. Hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, whatever. Um, and I was just like, dude, that's a great idea. Just kind of, like, getting to, like, the real grit of it. Just like, oh, you want a shot of some fucking, like, I'm sure some fire whiskey, yeah, right? It's not no cheap shit or anything. So. Do you want a shot to loosen you up before you pop this $300 jacket? <laughs> dude, yeah, it's kind of expensive, dude. But it's quality made stuff, you know? Like, everything's handmade. Everything's meant to last. Okay. Like, I've had the pants that I have on from one of my favorite brands that's in there for three years. Yeah, geez. And, like, I stay getting compliments on them. I'm like, I literally you did compliment you today. Like, right before we started this shit, we were walking to the liquor store, I was like, damn. And I, I seen, like, the fucking, like, little selvage edge on the outside of it. And I was like, damn, I wish my jeans had that. I wish jeans fit me. <laughs> You're wearing jeans right now. What are you wearing? Yeah, these are these are chinos. Oh, these are the old man. I thought you came in wearing some black jeans. I was like, oh, which jeans fit me? You're wearing jeans right now. <laughs> I don't know how anyone could wear fucking jeans right now. It's fucking like ninety some degrees these days out here. Trevor, I'm trying to be. I'm on that comfy. I'm not comfy shit right now. But um, what what inspires you like to call this place? What it's called, Whiskey Locker. Like, that's kind of a really dope name. Like, I'm not gonna lie, like, that's really dope, so. The whole story behind it was actually, I was in the military. I was in the Marine Corps, so that's why I ended up in San Diego. Um, I was in the Marine Corps, and back in the day, when Marines would go into boot camp, they would get put, like, into boot camp or whatever, but when they failed, they would get three days of liberty. So they were waiting for the new class to come in. And -hmm. within those three days... They would run out into town, get, like, whiskey, porn, just, like, all the contraband you weren't allowed to have, mm-hmm. and they would hide it in the cleaning closet. Oh. I so, eventually, it grew its name of, like, the Whiskey Locker, and they would, like, tell the new classmates about it or whatever, so you have, like, this drill instructor just, like, chewing your ass out, like, just telling you, go, 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 and you'd run into the Whiskey Locker to go get, like, a broom or whatever, but also, like, snack some whiskey or, like, just get that moment to, like, decompress. Like, just chill for... Because you know um, they're not going to come after you. Right. Like, you're you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. So you get that moment to just, like, decompress and, like, feel okay. And then you run back into, like, regular life. Okay. That's so, sick. Yeah. It was I think of, everybody has that at work. Like, yeah. they kind of have their, like, little it's escape called, place. Like, water, watering hole. Whether it be the bathroom or the fucking utility closet. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like... No, somewhere, like, you yeah. know, it's a safe space that no one's going to, like, go. Like, you know what I'm saying? I like, just fucking walk to the front. 
like outside the building. <laughs> Either way, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it'll it's gonna someone's got something like that if they work a job like that like requires them to like be moving around like a lot and shit. I'm like oh, I worked in a hotel like my shit was at the top of the fucking yeah. hotel. You know what I'm saying? Like wherever yeah. like it's a place to just smoke real quick or just get away from everybody and just decompress like you just said that's the key that's, word. Yeah, that's what oh, it that's is. Insane. I don't know why that shit just reminded me of something. I remember last year at Comic Con, I like. We were looking for somewhere to go smoke a blunt, and it was, like, down packed no outside the convention center, like, and so we were like, all right, yeah, um, oh, look, there's a parking structure, like, let's just go to the top of that and go smoke, right? So we go to the top, and we see that, like, all of the fucking police have, like, there's, like, there's, like, 13 snipers, like, at the top of the, like, parking structure, just in case some shit pops off, they can start fucking picking fools off. We were like, um... Fuck it, was just like this. We like walk down to the other side of the parking structure that we can see everything, but we're just like smoking a blunt. Like, I don't know. It was pretty sketch, but it was cool because we, we were high as fuck. You just didn't care. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Comic Con high is fucking crazy. Yeah. Can you even tell like reality? Because I swear, dude, I was drunk one time walking around that and I was like, Dude, I went in there with on an edible and like The Hobbit just came out and they had these like troll statues. And I kid you not, bro, I tripped the fuck out. Like, looking at these trolls. Like, because, you know, like, they got the big statue figure, figuring things and shit. So I walked in that bitch, and I was like, I just ate a cookie, like, 30 minutes ago. And as I, like, walked into the second doors, like, not the outside, but, like, the second doors where you're in the bitch. And then the first thing you see is these big three trolls, like, looking like they're going to come at you. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And then you just walk around, and you see all these, like, other crazy shit. You see, like, Iron Man suits and fucking like all these like dude i love going to comic-con that shit like really had me gassed as a little kid i think it stimulated my creativity in a sense because i was like surrounded by like all these artists like here's all this like anime and fucking cartoons movies like special effects like i think it just took my brain and was like here's a reality that's non-reality but it seems very real because you're submerged in it and like i I just kind of took that and was like yo like reality is where the fuck you want it to be like if your life is fucking acting out star wars like that's just your life like what the fuck that's like a wild thought to have as like a kid. yeah no i was a little you know, i love yeah. seeing people dress up that's just hilarious, oh, and, and plus my older cousin would like make us take pictures with like all these hot girls dressing nothing dude <laughs> i got too. pictures of like me too little, yeah like, me that's just being a fucking turd and just like grabbing the girls <laughs> like this like you know teasing and shit all young as fuck <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> Nowadays, bro, these like they're out there hustling. It's like, oh, you want a photo? It's ten dollars. Yeah. Like what? Damn. You want two? Nah, <laughs> like, I remember the fucking Black Power Ranger Zach from like the yeah. original Power Rangers <laughs> tried to charge me like. Five I or swear 10 to God. To photo with him, bro, was hurting, bro. It was like, yo, that's that's all you got, like. I'm not gonna lie. Take photo with a fan, like you just fucking. I'm not gonna lie. I took a photo with dude. <laughs> 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 I took off a photo with dude, bro. Uh, I want. I want to ask you because, like, okay. So, you, what, what's like the, what's like the, the positives and the negatives of running a store? Basically, you don't gotta go like super deep, but like just kind of like give. Honestly, like, the positives like people are like you're making hella money, huh? Like you're selling three hundred, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, no, I'm not making hella money. <laughs> like that's the biggest. That's like, the biggest thing that I tell people like, don't go into a business thinking you're making a million dollars. Okay. Like, just don't, because you're gonna freak yourself out when you start seeing. All your bank accounts and negatives. Like hella expectations, just, and then yeah. like you trip out and see I mean, like the like real bad side of it. Guys. Yeah, like you probably don't see your money instantly. Like yeah, you put a hundred dollars in, and you're expecting to get another hundred dollars back. Yeah. 
But like that doesn't happen instantly. So it's a process. You're saying it, it's basically, like, it's tied up basically in yeah, like, it's like, yeah, the way, like, product. Yeah. No. Um. So that's like a bigger negative. Um. A positive is I now have this space where I can bring in really creative people like Rottweiler. That shit's sick. I like he Shout got out stuff in there. Um. And then this dude Liam, like <laughs> I just met him, and I'm just yeah. like. Dude, come have a pop-up. You want to have a pop-up? Let's do it. Like, I don't have... I have time. That was crazy. That usually doesn't happen. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, it's like... (laughs) I remember wanting to have, like, a place to just be able to show people something. Uh Uh-huh. And that's that's how I feel about, like, artists that come into my shop. My barber was literally just a client. Like, not even a client. He came in one day. He always tells a story. He came in, and I offered him whiskey. Or he said, oh, there's whiskey, in, like, inside. And I was like, oh, dude, I just ran out of whiskey, but I got beer. Like, do you want to come kick it? And he was just like, yeah, dude, fuck it. And he was down here from the bay for four days. Every single day he came back and just, like, kicked it. And I was like, dude, what are you, like, what are your plans? Like, what, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm trying to become a barber or full-time barber. And I was like, dude, you want to have a pop-up here? And he's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, dude, you have a... You have a trait, you have like a craft, like let's bring it in here. And that's why I'm with like anybody there, like anybody in San Diego talking, like on this right now. If you've got a really cool idea, come through. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Like, just that's dope. That's dope. I got the and, and to connect it back to episode 12, Tiki was on here talking about that's, that's yeah. your barber that fucking keeps Tiki's mullet fresh. Like, fresh. He was so bugged <laughs> out about how barbers are cool out here, or they're good or some shit. Yeah. I was like, damn, that's. Kind of a, a thing that we take for granted, I guess. Because <laughs> <what? laughs> I, I low key need a barber because I just no, shout like out all the barbers out there, hard working man. Just say, give me an eight and a five. Your work never I'll goes unappreciated. Shout out to all the hard working <laughs> barbers, all the hard working yeah, barbers. So? Yeah, you guys ever need a cut? Except yes. at sports clips, yeah. y'all are trash. The little cleanups. After, yeah, we're dude, he uses a straight razor and everything, like super clean. That hot towel. That hot towel, dude. He does your face too. Yeah. So what? Do you, how do you go about like uh, deciding what is put out on display? Because I'm sure brands. you get mad band, uh, brands and you got people like bugging probably or like you have like the. There's a lot of decisiveness, or like you're kind of like, oh, what shop with this out, or this has been out here. Like, what's like your like process on that? For mine, so when I first started the store, I had a very clear vision mm-hmm. of like, there's a brand, Rogue Territory, that has like raw denim. Do you have Do you have your own brand? Like, is that like? So we're starting to. So okay. I've always been kind of like, I'm so in my head about like my own stuff. Like, I'll rep his stuff. I'll rep Rogue Territory stuff. Or like yeah. whatever brands are in there, I pick them because one, it's quality over quantity. Of course. And two, it's like something that anybody can wear. Like, depending on, you know, like, yeah. you like to wear t-shirts, we got t-shirts in here. But, like, it's a plain white t-shirt. You can dress it up, you can dress it down. Um, but, yeah, just picking people that I feel like, one, need a space, and two, needed like, as soon as somebody walks in, I have to educate them. Because they're like, dude, why am I spending $250 on a pair of pants? Yeah. True. But you're talking about like like Totem Denim Lab is it, that's a, a brand that you carry, correct? Yeah, that's From a good brand right? too. Yeah. So so to, to like okay, I, episode twelve, I was talking to Tiki about the time that I met, and he told me about the whole Tiki Marsala like story about where his name comes from. 
that night, bro, it was a, it was like a weird Hughes event, um, and and like Jackie Mendoza was performing, and I remember like going up to the bar to get like a beer, and I seen some dude like he was he was just like the bartender or whatever, and he had some really fucking dope jeans on, and like I noticed that type of shit, and I tell I told him like, yo, I fuck with your jeans, like those are sick. He's like, oh, um, these are Totem Denim Labs. These are my homies from Tijuana. And he's like, oh, yeah, they, they sell them at this store in North Park. And, like, he was telling me about Whiskey Locker, like, before, like, all this shit. Same night that I fucking met Tiki, like, I heard about Whiskey Locker. And, like, I, all those ideas and things that come full circle to, like, now we're here, like, talking. Like, bro, I brought Alice through to your shop multiple times. Yeah, and he yeah. hella fucks with you, like. He'll go in there and just sit on the little rocking horse. Yeah, like, he, he thinks that's his spot. Like, that he does. He's like so about it. I love that. He was eating. telling me he wanted to go there and eat cereal. Like, <laughs> dude, I love that kid. Um, back to the whole whiskey locker thing too, though. Is like, I get too in my head. I'm sure you guys are this way. Like, you get in your head. Like, dude, are people really gonna rock this? Yeah. Like, if I put my name on this, are people actually gonna come through and buy it? Yeah. And that's always been our biggest, like, my biggest problem. Like, am I gonna waste? Or not waste? Am I gonna invest like two hundred dollars into my own gear and hope that it does move, or am I gonna put it on something that I know is gonna move because it's already replicable? But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like we did a pre-order. We're getting those all printed right now, and like we sold out of our T-shirt that we made. We made thirty of them same day before we closed, yeah. and it was on a Wednesday. I feel like that's like a constant yes. thing as like people. I mean, I'm sure you guys can attest to this, but you know, like. I would sell 30 t-shirts one day. I'd be fired It was wild. Cause I thought, <laughs> yeah. It was so wild. I thought I was going to have some till like the weekend. I was like, all right, you know, hopefully by the weekend we'll at least sell half. Dude, that same day I was so overwhelmed by like how many people were hitting me up, like telling me, hey, save me this trip. Or like, hey, I'll be there in 10. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, dude. That was good support. Yeah, dude. It's, it's fucking sick, though. But uh, I'll start scheming on some more shirts now that. Got you guys. <laughs> you just gotta do it. You just gotta do it. I feel no, we've yeah. talked about it we, so many times on this podcast. It's just like you gotta do it. You just get better yeah. every time. It gets easier. Or like you just, you just know how to come up with ideas. You're talking about a very real thing here. Like you're talking about fear. Yeah. People like fear is a factor when you think about what motivation is and like what it is that you want to do with your life. And like people don't do things because they're afraid. And I was like, just like this, I've been dwelling on this all day. You know what I mean? Like, I try to like eliminate the fear from my life. That's why I started Rottweiler. I was like, all right, cool. I don't need to be scared about starting brand. I'm gonna fucking just do it and see what happens. I could totally see that with you and like you thinking, hesitating, like, oh, what do people like or what does this person like? But like you, at the end of the day, it's like all boils down to what it is that you fuck with, genuinely. And when that hits, like, you're going to drop it, and it doesn't fucking matter because that shit's going to be spread out into the world. Like, it doesn't matter if it didn't sell that week. Like, you were saying, like, you would have been happy to sell 15 of those 30 in three days. Yeah. The fact that you sold all 30, like, same day, that's fucking fire. Like, I'd be gassed on that. Dude, it was wild. I, like, <laughs> took a step back. I, like, I was like, dude, who would I call right now? Because I don't know if I'm overwhelmed, sad, or, like, super stoked on life, like... Hell yeah. And they were, I mean, they were like $32. Yeah. Like, it was like a $20 t-shirt. I'd be like, ah, yeah. yeah. But like, 
I second guess myself when I buy a $30 But it's quality. You told yeah. me. The, like, Dude, it was a dyed that, garment. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it was like, a double dyed, like, <clears throat> super good, thick, nice, like. Yeah, the six ounce shit. I know you. I know what you fuck with. Like, you got some good quality. Shit. You know what I mean? So, the fact that people were going to, even if people were going to buy it regardless, just because they wanted to support you, just that you know that they got, like, the most fire garment because yeah. you put your fucking attention to detail into that shit. It's Dude, like, absolutely. I never want to have, like, somebody come in and be like, yo, this shirt was garbage. Oh, like, shit. just a throwaway shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, nah, Catch the fade off of that, bro. Actually, come uh, my spot. No, my buddy hit me up, and he's like, hey, when are the new shirts coming out? And I was like, oh, like, probably sometime next week. And he's like, because I bought a large expecting it to shrink he's like but this shit won't shrink <laughs> and he's like i was like oh do you want to get a refund or like what's up you want to exchange and he's like no i mean i'm still gonna keep this one because it's a good shirt but like i'm trying to buy medium the new ones i guess that's kind of good yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. That's, kinda, that's good then then but i mean like the what is like the worst thing like i mean i mean what's worse i feel like if the shirt is too small rather than being too big yeah, yeah. you still rock the shirt that's big you know people people like I don't, well, I don't want to say people, I don't want to generalize, but me specifically, like, I discovered a tailor when I was, like, 14, mm. so I was able to just, like, oh, what do you mean, like, you can change my clothes? Like, you can make my <laughs> shit fit better? Like, let's fucking go. Like, I was gassed on that, and, and my mom had a sewing machine, and she taught me a little bit of it, so I would be, like, tapering my own jeans and shit like that, but... A lot of people don't even know that that exists. It's like, you should have a tailor just like you should have a barber. I take all my clothes to the laundromat. I just leave it there with somebody. They wash it and I pick it up. It's not expensive. It's like, you like, there's so many things in this world that are like sort of yet to be discovered for every single individual. It's kind of the same when people realize that like spending $20 on jeans that they're going to wear once versus like $300 on jeans that they're going to wear for three years. Like the value is really there for those $300 jeans. Like, that's what I was getting at with the Totem Denim Lab shit, is that, like, you've had these for a long time. They're yeah, high dude. quality. I got, like, I don't think I stand up, but, like, this is the sickest thing. I've got, like, this little knife thing. Oh, hell yeah. Where it's got, like, a fade. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, have that with like, wallet all the time. Yeah, I have that with my wallet, Well, like, too. see, the homie like... had some nudie jeans that were, like, made in Japan, and he carried this, like, little tin in his pocket. So, like, makes that. So it would make, like, a mark. He always kept it in there just so that it would, like, like disintegrate the fucking color and, like... Because it's, it's, like, personalizing, yeah. you know? Like, mm -hmm. people get proud of their, like, fades, and it's, yeah. like, a real thing. There's like, a whole subculture on yeah, this. Huge. Yeah, denim's Yeah, it's, like, dude. crazy. Sure. I don't understand. Like, like not that I understand that it's a subculture, but like, I've yet to do my research on it. But I know it's huge. Yeah. It's I don't know the like the difference between or like the. Who was that? Wasn't we talking about this? That would like people um, in Japan would like come over here and like look Bye. for like the old like it's... Levi five hundred ones. We were talking about this. Yeah, okay. dude, and, and then take it back like... there and like, yeah, yeah. And I know American clothes are huge. In Japan, or like Coach and Hollister and all that. Uh, Hanua was talking about this too. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about being out there in Japan. And all well, that. they're just like very influenced by a lot of the shit that happens out here. Like the biggest one that tripped me out was the lowrider shit. I was the like, Cholo whoa. Culture. Oh, dude, they're like even more cholo than us. Yeah. When I went to Japan, it was crazy. See, the most people would just be like some triad shit or whatever. Like, was just like no, that's like a whole different like subculture. 
And then thinking about, like, how people have been, like, traveling, like, for so many years. Like, so many people were brought here, like, when they were building the railroads and shit. Like, like way back, like, 100, 200 years ago, like, to California from, from Asia. Like, th- when they go back to their families, like, imagine all the culture that they bring with them over there. Like, how all that shit happens. It really is. And that's what I was getting at in the beginning when you were asking me about school. Like, I studied sociology for this reason, to see how society adapts. Like, language evolves. The culture evolves. Like, the ones that are really pushing, like, yo, you, like, imagine the, the things that you're doing now in your lifetime and, like, what impact they're going to have on the generations to come. Like, you, there's no way to figure that out. Like, you don't know. But if you feel really deeply and passionately about something, you're building you're like paving the way for other people like younger people who are like looking up to you right now like there could be people tuning in right now that don't even get to experience this episode for another six months and that shit is still gonna affect them in like a, a gnarly way they're gonna be like yo let to go buy a 300 pair of dollar jeans like da 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 like I, I mean it's a little bit like well they might fuck around and get a tailor now they <laughs> <laughs> get a face I buy a tailor in the bay but I need to find one down here yeah yeah, yeah, bro. Well, because I originally always thought a tailor was like just for suits, but I mean, uh, like, no. but I, I slowly found out, like, yeah, it's for anything you want. Yeah, it's like uh, my girl uh, had like a dress tailored and like some jeans tailored because yeah. like she's really short, and then like you know, even the like smallest size of pants is still kind of like goes past your like mm-hmm. ankle or whatever. So like she'll get like that part like raised yeah. up a little bit type shit. See, when I was working at Nordstrom, like they have a tailor on the spot. They have, like, a tailor inside of every Nordstrom where yeah. it's, like, if you want to buy something and it slightly doesn't fit you the way you want it to, you just give it to them mm. and they'll do it. Like, um, a lot of times if you spend, like, over $100 or some shit, they'll just fucking tailor the shit for free. Oh, wow. Because like, they got them there anyway. I mean, I don't know. That's just... That's a good <laughs> service. It's, like, those type of things, like, you're not really as expensive as you may believe them yeah. to be. But then at the same time, like, for, like, you're talking about getting a $10 haircut, so, you, you know, like, like, your homie's charging, like, 50 bucks for, like, the haircut beard, you know, experience. Yeah, the whole thing, yeah. You know, and... But it's an experience, that's a thing, too. It, it's, like, it's the difference between yeah. the $40 versus the $300 jeans. I, I think it's just yeah. more so people just, like, having a, a dilemma of whether or not they want to spend this money on this kind of, like, experience or do they think because i i think we're like we're at a time right now where it's like it's it's convenience it's not so much about quality it's just like oh i go to these like i buy these really cheap shirts from like the mall like blank tees or whatever that aren't really the best quality but they're only like two three dollars we were talking about this we were talking about this right before the show started and it's like the the two sides to every coin Mm -hmm. because we might want to generalize and say people are on like this type of budget, but also like we're living in California. Like yeah. maybe you get well, that fifty dollar haircut money. like like one like once a month even or once every three weeks versus like every week. You know and what I mean? We were, it's like yeah. we were having that conversation with like why is it okay for a woman to spend fifty dollars every six months on a haircut where she's treating herself, but, like, guys aren't allowed to do that. And we're having a lot of guys who have never gone a proper haircut, like, come in and they're like, dude, this was an experience, and, like, it was mm. nice, and I feel like I treated myself, and I feel like it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's sick to hear. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm glad you had a good time. For sure. 
I'm, it's like it's like also like getting a massage, like getting yeah. a fucking full body massage. Have you guys ever gotten a massage? Yeah, I've never gotten a massage. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you actually you should fucking hit up Sergey because his pops be. Oh, his massage. dad, yeah. yeah. Closest, closest thing you guys, you've been to the fair, right? Delmar Fair. Yeah. Okay, so you know, like there's that one building that has like all that shit they're trying to sell. Yeah. They got those massage chairs in there. Fucking crazy experience, bro. Talk about experience, bro. Motherfuckers be having you like locked in the shit. Your hands are locked in. They be massaging your arms and like every piece of your leg, like, your whole fucking yeah. back. And it's just like, yo, like that's nah, fucking, that's I, an experience. I, I like going to get the full body <laughs> massage because honestly, it's like your body needs that just as much as it needs exercise. Mm-hmm. But maybe not just as much, but like, like there's like a ratio there, and it's low. It's like one to three, one to four. You know, like. Absolutely. If you're going to be, like, damaging yourself that much to, like, you know, mm-hmm. produce. I mean, because we were talking about, like, Reiki the other day and how, yeah. like, your body needs to be moving around its energy. Shout out to me, Marco. Marco. Yeah, shout out Reiki Marco. Reiki Marco came in, dropped some balls, like, three episodes ago. Hell so yeah. shout out him. Yeah, shout out Reiki Marco, yeah. So just kind of put it, like, uh, conclusion to all this like what what would you say like what's like the best advice for like a store owner like what's the do's and like a, what's a good do what's a good don't you know just like stay true to the community okay. because they're like your biggest support definitely like if you can help your community in any single way or help out your friends like that's gonna show and yeah. I've always told people like I hope you don't think I'm being nice just to like get something out of you because right. that will never be like anything I want to do I just want to be nice because I want to see the world grow and I want to see people grow and people be excited about whatever they're doing true that uh, the worst thing is I don't know dude you gotta just dealing with people passionate. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna stress out you're gonna stress out your loved ones you're gonna stress out like everybody around you but just stay positive like that's all you can do is like just keep pushing forward and tell the people that are helping you along the way that you appreciate them okay because that's that only, a good one. Yeah, that only like create better vibes and like shout out to all the homies, including you guys. We cannot thank you enough. I think Dude, I'm so stoked about the pop up. I was say the close things I was uh, we got a pop up coming up with Rottweiler and identify gonna happen in. Yo, Liam's been plotting on some fucking... Let's talk, let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about it. I'll talk about it. Summer summer drops or what? Yeah, this is going to be my biggest biggest drop. I don't, it's not out yet. Well, originally when I, I thought we were doing the pop-up shop next week. So it should be arriving next week. It is next week. week. Or no, the pop, I thought we were doing the podcast next week. So I was going to bring the knife to the podcast. But I am coming out with a Swiss army knife for the pop-up on the 28th. It's a, it's the rally, if you know what that is. Yeah, bring it down, but just in case. It's a nine-function knife. It has, like, the blade, nail file, flathead screwdriver, Phillips head screwdriver, wire stripper, bottle opener, tweezers, toothpick, and a key ring. If you didn't have one of those as a kid, <laughs> like, you did not have you as much fun as me. <laughs> 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 Wait, like, Liam has one at four? No, as a kid, like, oh. I'm just saying, like, I remember having that same knife as a kid, like, the little red one, and then I evolved to, like, the big red one, which is on my fucking, like, like dresser drawer at all time, like, Fuck the Swiss the Army knife. I had one, but I just, like, you know, Swiss Army knife is, like, a legacy brand. It's, like, something that, like, kind of like that $300 pair of jeans, yeah. you'll have it forever, it works, it's a great product. And that's what, like, gets you into quality over quantity, yeah. like, 
the first thing that got me into like denim jeans was like seeing my homie in red wing boots mm-hmm. and i was like dude those are sick but also like how'd you get them all beat up like that and how are they still working <laughs> I have like a funny red wing story oh, that i'll tell i used um, to work for red wing right after i got out of the military but i'll, yeah. I'll talk about the collection real quick because yeah, yeah, i do yeah. want to plug myself but after i have a, a kind of a unfortunate red wing story um but I got a Dickies jacket coming out with a nice embroidery hit and bringing back the logo from 2016. So got a coach's jacket coming out. Have a long sleeve with another logo I'm bringing back, but smaller left chest hit from 2016. It's like a Quicksilver logo flip. Have a nice collab with uh, artist Zach Thompson out of Detroit, Michigan. That I'm really excited about. Um, yeah, I was reading piece. up the little background behind that. I don't mean to say little. I was reading up the background yeah. behind that, and it was fucking sick. Like, yeah, dude, he he has some crazy pieces. Like he like, I'm hyped that he agreed to do the shirt. Um, it's gonna be like epic, you know. Like last collection, I had a nice artist collab, but I'm just trying to keep building on those and just yeah, come out with interesting products. Um, have a shirt. I did like a, a Cambridge Analytica logo flip that I'm excited about. It's like the the brain logo. They've kind of been in the news. Um, I don't know what, what type of ability, but just, you know, data analytics abilities and like Facebook. Mm-hmm. I have a shirt coming out that you, Stilo, kind of convinced me to do. I was like skeptical, but it's a shirt. It's my logo. In binary code, mm-hmm. which is the computer code oh, for yeah, zeros and ones, and then I have that coming out. It's a shirt, and then I have some Dickies work pants with that same logo. I have another collab coming out with a good friend, Jesus. He runs brand Terror, um, and we have a shirt. It's kind of inspired by Barbara Kruger and Fucked, uh, and just says we we love violence in like the Futura red font. And then a toe bag and Swiss Army knife wrapping it up, but like yeah. 16, 17 pieces. It's like my biggest collection to date. And I've been doing some reflecting. Like three years ago was like the first time I dropped my first like products, and it was like a three t shirt. And like to kind of think about where I was at then to now is mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, for sure. Bro, <laughs> I've been there for like the last two years. Like, we fucking did annual pop ups. Like, at Human Catalyst, like this is fucking sick to be still doing this shit. Like, yeah, bro. I mean, I'm stoked on my collection too, but I'm really stock <laughs> on the shit that you make, bro. Like, you make really cool, solid ass pieces. Like, I try. Thank you. Um, yeah, bro. Well, I mean, it. let me see, just so I can talk about the the event real quick. Yeah, so, this Saturday. Saturday, twenty eighth. Uh, the pop up at Whiskey Locker, Unidentified Corporation is releasing their summer collection. I'm releasing a lot of pieces that I've kind of kept on ice. I've had prepared for a little while. I have like a Swiss Army like vintage camouflage set of trousers. It's super limited on the sizes. Um, Rottweiler striped tees. Those have been out a little bit here and there. Um, we got a, a collaboration with Plant Magazine uh, that we're re-releasing. We got a couple logo like graphic tees and then. Um, there's a few cut and sew pieces incorporated into that drop. Won't go too much into detail about that. And then I got some like quarter zip, like like mock neck height, um, 
like hoodies with an embroidery hit. I'm also going to finally have some fucking hats because I haven't had hats in a minute. So mm-hmm. I'm fucking stoked on that. I'm super sh- stoked on this whole drop, though. Like, Oh. I don't know. I'm sick. Shout out, Plant, because I know we're planning something soon. Hell yeah. I Shout think all three of us. Shout out, Dex. After we talked about the whole pop up, we were talking about incorporating a few other people into the event. Um, so one of the homies was talking about bringing through a bunch of plants just to make this like the aesthetic of the, like the space a little bit more vibey with like the, the nature and shit. You know what I mean? Like I love plants. Yo, I was talking with the homie Flo today from. From Plant Shop Chicago, shout out that dude, bro. He was fucking lit. They were bowling and they Facetime me, and I was in front of the warehouse. I was at your spot, so so they're like Facetiming me, saying like, "Yo, like, yo, you want to fly out to Chicago? Like, I'm gonna fly you out tonight, bro. Like, I'll fucking you just gotta get back home tomorrow." I was like, "Fuck it, like I'm out there. Fucking send me the fucking flight confirmation and shit." They're like, "No, nah, for real though. Like, we're gonna fly you out here again. We're gonna do another collab with villains and shit." I was like, "Bro, fuck it, let's do it." But um, but I, the whole time I was like FaceTiming him like right in front of the warehouse, like, hey. uh, and so I was like secret showing him location. like yeah secret location <laughs> like all the murals outside right now that are all like there's like Nightcrawler, Spider Man, Wolverine, Cyclops like and then when I was walking around it to go like show him everything there was some somebody was like painting like another oh. like X Men mural like on the side of it and he Flo was like yo let me talk to that dude I was like what he's on yeah put him on the phone like i'm trying to talk to him like on some chicago shit i was like what the fuck like, to fly like mad bro. aggressive like let me talk to that guy bro like, i'm about to not pass you my hand my phone like what the fuck and then like a cop like rolled up like right behind me like hella curious like they hella thought this fool was just like doing some tiny shit but then i think that once they seen that he was like actually working on a piece they're like yeah. all right we can't fuck with him you know they know what time it is. Yeah, they know exactly what's going on. Dude, I'm trying to go to Chicago, like, Yo, next month. I cannot wait to be back in Chicago. And Steel, that's like Steel's second home at this point. Yeah, dude, <laughs> dude loves it. They love him. I fucking love Chicago. Apparently, they said, I'll fly you out right now. You just got to go home the next yeah, day. Yeah, like, dude. Bet. okay. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was watching TV story, and it's like somebody with a rock shirt in the background, and I was like, hey. Oh, that was Manny, I think. It was, I think it was yeah, because Manny hella posted the fucking homies, like, rocking rot. M-Doc was rocking some shit. He had, like, a Rottweiler hat. Wow. Did you have Bodega, right? Rock a hat recently on Dude, the article? Okay. I want to fucking say something about this, bro, because, like, that shit had me so gassed. So, if you guys don't know about the Bodega store, their whole concept store was, like, a bodega style, so like a corner store where they just kind of sold like, so like meat, every type of product, and sandwiches, and like beers laundry and all detergent, that. and yeah. fucking like toilet paper and whatever, right? And uh, and so their store was in Boston, and uh, I knew about it since I was like a teenager because I was like super into streetwear since I was like a little kid, mm-hmm. and like basically like you walk in and it looks like a normal bodega and then they have a secret door where like you open it and you're in like a sneaker boutique with like that top tier like nike adidas oh, like a little Pumas. speakeasy exactly for sneakers in boston and so they fucking posted a picture up of bodega bands who i've known for a few years through rossi because he was super affiliated with tamboys and like that whole thing like he was wearing his t-shirt from bodega the store and he was rocking the Rottweiler hat, like the white one with the red, like Rottweiler front on the front. They posted a picture of it. I was like so gassed on that shit. <laughs> I felt like that was a huge, like full circle thing. Cause I, I know ten years ago I would have been like, like, like scanning the fucking bodega website, like 
looking to see what new sneaker was coming out. I'm probably on hype beats, like looking to see what new shit is dropping. Like, it's a trip, dude. When somebody like you like admire is wearing your stuff, yeah. you're like, whoa, wow. this shit Hell just yeah. got big. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, and I, I don't necessarily believe that that led to like a lot of views of like my brand because they obviously didn't tag me. Like they don't know me. You know what I mean? I don't respect that. But like it, it had me like on a personal level feeling like I reached a certain like goal of mine. It gives you credibility too. Yeah. Like, yeah. It just makes you feel like, it yeah. ma- it, like it's that extra push. Yeah. yeah. The outfit was fly. Like. That shit's tight. Yeah, so Bodega's been rocking me tough. I can't wait to send that dude more gear. He's fucking cool. He's cool as fuck. Nice little um, care package. I, I also, at the same time, through meeting him, I had met uh, this artist, Gazi Ghost. And um, today, Gazi Ghost released a song, and I was fuck, fucking with that shit tough. It's like a more like emo, like indie song. It's called... Uh, Didn't they, they just say he was in the ASAP mob? Like the Gazi Ghost guy? Um, yeah, like they were, they're all from like New yeah. York. Like they're all tight. Well, I, wanted, I wanted to ask you, like now that we're kind of on this topic, I always wanted to ask you, what? How did you get what's his name to wear your hat? Uh, dude, Fine. that does Vlone or yeah, um, yeah, young God, yes, yeah, uh, Young Lord, I, yeah, yeah, Young, young Lord. Lord, yeah, because yeah, I re- what um so uh, there's a photographer and he's like I don't want to just pigeonhole or fucking say he's a photographer, but he's a creative. Um, his name's Aiden Cullen. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to a show with him, and it was like Rossi was on the bill to perform, and Bodega Bams was on the bill to perform, and ASAP Nast had pulled up, and Aston Matthews was there, and it was like within the like first few months of me doing Rottweiler, and um, so it, like Aiden was not even twenty one yet, so I don't he couldn't get into the club that we were going to. And it, I guess it's it's the club where they, they host, like, a certain party. Um, I'm going to just skip past this because I can't remember the name of it. But, um, yeah, whatever. Like, the whole show was lit. Every, afterwards, we all went to the parking lot across the street where we were all parked at. And we were just kind of posted up chilling. And I ended up showing ASAP Nast, like, a bunch of, like, Rottweiler shit. And he was like, oh, yeah, bro, like, I fuck with this. You got a funky style, da-da-da. And I was like okay cool like thank you bro like I, I didn't know that like to him like cause he cause like he later came out with a song where he's like I got a fucking fucking style and a fucking yeah, style yeah 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 that's like, that Method Man song yeah exactly and I really fuck with that song but I didn't know what he was saying was like basically the coolest shit he could be he could be like yeah this is fucking cool you know what I mean like I just didn't get it at that point he was using a different lingo but he hit you with the lingo he made a song with so yeah. that means yeah and I realized that way later but I basically had given him a bunch of clothes and I never saw him wear any of it, but then I think Aiden had told Rossi later, like, oh, um, yeah, Barry got it from him. So, like, he got it from, like, just, you know. So he got it from Nast. From Nast, yeah. After, and, like, that night I had given Ben. Shout out ASAP Nast. Yeah. yeah. That's like. And then, uh, yeah, around the same time was when, um, so Gazi Ghost was, work- was working at the OVO store in, uh, in L.A., and I had pulled up on him, given him like some hats and everything. Like, yeah. this is like two years ago, so they, they fucked with. I remember I seen that photo. I was just like, that's pretty epic. Yeah, because like this is like the guy that, that has Vilone, which is like one of the bigger urban brands at the time. That's like kind of popping up next to like yeah. Off White, but I mean Off White's definitely taking off more. But yeah, like yeah. that, they were kind of like right next to each other around that same time. Yeah. So that's that's, sure. that's epic. I thought it was major, bro. I like I'm super stoked on that shit. I still think about that shit. That shit like gets me hyped. Yeah. Like, 
that's it. It, th- it just reminds me of everything you can accomplish in your lifetime. And I was a huge fan of ASAP for like the longest, bro. Like three years before that, at least. Like I had been for on sure. Tumblr, like listening to fucking Peso and like. Damn Tumblr. <laughs> Tumblr days. That's crazy. We might bring that shit back one time. We should. I think it was there's coming so back. Much, it was coming I was back. Never back. Tumblr, I mean, never it's like so like there's so much creative things. That there. came from Tumblr. Like, yeah, dude. My marriage Every, came from Tumblr. Everything Odd Future <laughs> came from Tumblr. Like, your marriage, oh shit. My marriage, dude. I slid into the DMs on and on. The Tumblr DMs. The Tumblr DMs is crazy. Wow. But you guys any got anything else for the pop-up? Like, were we covered everything? or? Well, we were talking about the collections. That's for sure happening. We're going to have... Toby, right? Or what? The barber? Yes. Hyman's going to be doing, okay. um, like, cleanups. Yes, that's very true. Yeah. Well, shit. Well, well, this is like one of the only it's events. Don't worry about if you come dusty. Yes, yeah, we don't worry have that. someone on deck. <laughs> if you are looking dusty, someone you will clean you up for a fair price. Gotcha, fam. Yeah. Jeez. For sure. And it's in North Park. It's on North Seven, Park Way. It's on North Park Way. Seven to eleven. If that doesn't say customer care, then I mean, I don't know what the fuck else does. Yeah. Oh yeah. Music. Oh, Tiki Calloway is going to be Tiki DJing, Calloway. providing sounds. <laughs> yeah, I'm so stoked. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, cool, man. Fuck yeah. I'm glad uh, we got to cover all that. And um, um, just a little side note, we're, we are going to be having like a, like a pretty secret underground warehouse party on Saturday. Can't talk too much about it, but if you're it's interested. It's still confidential information. Paying attention. Yeah, if you're paying attention. Just look out for that, man. We'll definitely give you guys a lot more of a more a lot more information on that. So as the days go, I mean, like right now, what it's Monday, we're gonna drop this. We'll try to have it out Wednesday morning, and then like we'll get people to like know about it, and then like if not, like we'll definitely promote it and all oh, that. Yeah, but yeah. Saturday is going down in the name of Comic Con, in the name of dope brands and just local San Diego dopeness. Just, just, just come out. Yeah, man, it's gonna be epic. Come out, drink. You know, have a good time, man. You know, and all in good name, good fun, and dice roll the radio. You know what I'm saying? Do you guys have anything else more to say about on that topic? Just come out. It's going to be a great time. You know, I think... Come buy some unidentified people are, people corporate are progressing shit. And we got some of the best clothes in San Diego, I feel. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I feel like, like that's safe to say. Rock some local shit. Stop breaking your neck for the Supreme and all this other expensive <laughs> ass shit. Not to downplay this shit, but it's just like you guys break your neck. For all the shit, when you got dope local shit yeah. out here, easy to grab. Yeah. It's crazy, though, when, um, when all that shit was happening, and I've seen Barry rocking the hat, the only thing I could think of was worshipping false idols. I don't know why. Yeah. I just, that, that, and, like, it's crazy, because, like, the t-shirt that I made based on that concept, like, after all of that shit happened, support your friends' businesses, progressions, like, you support celebrities that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Stop worshipping false idols. Yeah. So, so that was, like, major to me, because... I created this shirt around this concept of Het Hegel, which is which is means the sin of the calf. So it's when all the Israelites went and started worshiping this golden bull that was like the representative of Baal, like this this um. I think we talked about that. Yeah, we did talk about it on a previous episode. So this whole this whole idea of like worshiping like Nike, Nike is the goddess of victory. Yeah. In in Greek, you know what I mean, and like Greek mythology and. It's just like, why do you worship these things? Why do you adhere to these, like, to, like, what a celebrity does? Like, as if, like, you knew them. You know what I mean? And, like, I don't know. 
I think it brings it a lot back to like home and community and friendship and like I think a lot of real. factors play into the just like the how like it's implemented to into us at such a young age where we see like you said celebrities your favorite athletes your I mean, it's to a point where, like, they're endorsing rappers now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, your favorite musician and rapper and your... Like and the, you mean all like, that. Entertainers like and all Trump that. being, like, an entertainer and people, like, fucking know the name. You know what I mean? Like, when, when Arnold Schwarzenegger became governor, like, it might have just been because, like, oh, I know that fucking name. Everyone's was like, like, oh, the Terminator's the governor. Is he going to blow everything up and shit? No, he's a normal fucking yeah. guy. Yeah. He <laughs> fucked a lot. He blew a lot of shit up, though. Like, because when he ran, he ran against a, a, a like, Hispanic from like Southern California mm-hmm. and that dude had like a lot of agenda that was supposedly gonna like help a lot of the situation down here but now we want the celebrity but it was you know I mean there's a lot of shit but he's not Donald Trump Donald Trump's a different thing but we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit but I mean yeah just putting an end to all that uh, Dice Roller Radio Secret Show coming very soon Pop-Up Shop Whiskey Locker coming to you very soon stay aware or you guys just don't support, man. And if you don't support, then you're probably not listening to us. Fuck out of here. <laughs> we'll go ahead and go around the room. I'll start off with myself. Like, just kind of break down what it is you're yeah, rocking. What you got on, bro? I got on, dude, I got on my summer colors today. I usually rock the shirt in the summertime. It's a mint colored, mint green 100 shirt in uh, tribute, tribute to fucking Death Row Records. Go. I got this shirt. Funny story about this shirt. I sent the link because I got this for Christmas and I wanted it in a different color, but the link I sent it in was in this color. So they fucked around and bought me this one. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll still rock it. It's still a sick ass fucking design. I wanted it in a gray, dude. It's very, I feel like it just brings out the summer. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, like, that's my whole, like, entity with that. But yeah, I like that. I got some cargo shorts. Again, it is hot out these motherfucking streets. And I just got some vans on. You're disrespectful as fuck, bro. You rocking Nike socks with a Vans on. Why is that disrespectful? <laughs> that's the athlete swag, bro. What you mean? Bro, don't disrespect me like that. Walk around and go, that's the athlete swag, Nike socks with some Vans. You got to be double socking it with the camera. It'd be, if I'm wearing, if it's, it'd be disrespectful if I'm rocking Adidas. If I was wearing some Adidas shoes. Oh, yeah. No, you, no. you can mesh Nikes and Vans. I think so, too. But you can't mesh Adidas and Nikes. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Liam, what you got on, bro? Yeah, what you got on, bro? I got on a uh, Gildan Ultra Cotton blank shirt. Is the 2000? This is one of my work shirts. I got uh, some flux stained on it. Um, I got on the Hagger <laughs> pants. I got the Golden Toe socks and the Velcro Vans. Velcro Vans old school? <laughs> Velcro Vans old school. I'm really curious about your teeth because that shit's hard. Dude, it's so good. Easy Rider. Easy Rider. What's the, what's the yeah, two dollars? What is that? Oh, this no. is Easy Rider. Oh, Easy Rider, like the papers? Or? Dude, so somebody told me it might be a magazine. There's oh, a magazine okay. up north called Easy Rider. But, dude, just the feel of it. It's like, though. Dude. Like, like this, like is, this is a quality shirt. This is a six ounce. <laughs> six least. ounce, dude, at least. But it's, like, nice and comfy, nice and boxy, and that's kind of, like, what we designed our new shirts off of was like the boxing. That's all right. You got the shirts. the neck with the without the uh, top stitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Super good, dude. Super Talk clean. about the fucking. This guy dude. doesn't miss nothing with quality. <laughs> dude, I try to like dress really nice, but like look like I don't try. Yeah, like you look like you fucking like rolled well, out the it. shop, but your fit low key is like almost a G. Dude, yeah, and then those young rogue territory, three years going. Your, and then your fit probably is almost a G right now, but yeah. 
Because because oh, I know shit. the quality of a vintage tea like that goes for fifty regardless. Regardless Dude, when of I was whatever. In Japan, it was like a hundred dollars for a vintage tea that yeah. was like this quality. Yeah. For sure. And then like the totem denim lab probably generally three hundred. You got fucking parking stocks on. Then you got the LA fire department hat. Vintage. Pretty fire. It says fire. Yeah. <laughs> Del's over here flexing. She got accessories on. Uh, What's you got a little fucking bracelet on? Little. I put these on the minute I got out of the military. I was oh, like, yeah. this is my new civilian life. I can wear this now. Yeah. Uh, what about you, bro? Which, I got the Rottweiler OG Forest Green 8-frame cap. I got this Hawaiian shirt that I found in Chicago, and it, and it was like... It had, like, brand new tags on it. Mm-hmm. Was it, it says something back here. I can't fucking remember. Now that I know you fuck with Tommy Bahama, it just makes sense. I, I fuck with Tommy Bahama. <laughs> I have a, I have a shirt I want to gift to you. I'll uh, gladly accept the shirt. It'll be fire. I'm sure, I'm the only say. shirts that I've gotten from you have fire. I have it's a, a button-up, though. What's the fucking one that I got from you? The uh, It's not, like, King of the Cage. What is it? The fucking wasn't that shit like nineteen ninety eight or nineteen ninety six? Like with Undertaker standing over. Oh yeah, uh, Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got the Hell in a Cell, and I that was a team. limited edition. Yeah. Fire, rock that shit religiously. <laughs> see, I got Vans on too. It's fucking Vans day in this bitch. <laughs> I got slip ons. We got fucking slip ons with the white socks. Yeah, some uh, Tommy Hill socks, and then uh. I really fuck with the jeans from Gap. I like that. Like, yeah, Those are like one of the better like jeans, yeah. aren't they? What they call nineteen sixty nine jean? I think is like what the like, what their denim brand is called. Okay. Yeah. yeah so I, I fuck with their like chinos. Yeah. Gap's got some Gap, good I fuck chinos. With Gap bottoms. Like yeah. yeah. They fuck. Oh, and then I almost forgot. I got this fucking uh, black Fire. vintage black, black jacket from the SWAT meet, and with I went through custom. the dice roller stamp. On yeah, it. with the custom you know dice roller it. print. Oh, it's a it's a Levi's jacket. That's sick. I like that print. Like you drew that in, huh? Like that hand. Uh... No, I, I screen printed that. What? Yeah, we were doing like a screen print. Yeah, because me and her were tripping out on it earlier. Yeah, like, we were like, "Yo, you had to draw that." Like that's, but I was like, "That looks like spot on, like the logo." Yeah. But yeah, wow, no, that's that's... The, that's the dice roller logo. That's it. Wow. I broke it out. You're fucking it. legendary for that. Flex. <laughs> Fuck, dice tatted. Now you got a dice jacket. I need to fucking get something, bro. Goddamn. You got the fucking dice painting. Now we got a nice dice painting in here. Sick as fuck. That's like some old shit. Sexy all she got. All this got legs. That's the type of shit that they would be selling at the border when you're crossing back. Yeah, that's epic. For the dub. Damn, I can't believe you said I'm disrespecting with the Nike socks and Vans. You would have hated me in high school, bro. Nah, that's cool. I bet I bet a bunch of athletes would, would listen to this and be like, "What the fuck's the problem?" Yeah, this is like literally the only pair of socks I have, bro. Like, no, I'm not even going front. I'm not even going front. Like the Nike Elite, bro. It's not trying to fuck. Dude, I know they don't have like the they don't have none of the, like the flames and like the extra lines and shit like that. I know, dude. No, I'm just talking shit. My actually, I'm rocking. Okay, so both of my socks are the same. They're both Tommy Hilfiger, but the right the sock on my right foot is like the elastic is completely blown out. Let me so, find out. You're wearing two different pairs. It was bro. laundry day. Brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> I 
feel like, why years. am I not surprised? Like when you said that, I was just like, I, you know, you, you, I bet you would. No, I bet, I bet you do change your outfit about three, four different times a day. No, no. You, you, like, shower, you, got for a couple hours. you go to work, leave your lunch break, you got like, I'm coming back with a new outfit. <laughs> Yo, I buy a lot of clothes. I like sometimes, like in the I middle of the day, that. I'll buy a shirt, like just randomly, and I'll fucking just put it on later. But like that night, when we went to the beach, the, shirt. Yeah. the night when we went to the beach, we went to Dark Park, like we all fucking just jumped in the water, and like, and yeah, I was at the Friendly, and I bought that okay. Boy shirt with the little black kid, like flipping off Trump with the fucking nuclear explosion on the TV graphic, like, I thought that shit was hard, you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah. I'm over here buying a fucking cheeseburger and a t-shirt like if this shit was for $25 dollars. and it was fucking 100 <laughs> times better than In-N-Out so fucking those burgers are the flat top I, I just had the pizza it was fire but I gotta have a burger and I got a fucking t-shirt bro from the dude who makes out of boy skateboards like he was breaking it down for me screen sprays that shit at home like bro that shit I fuck with the craft and I like that shit and I ended up like m- my shirt I fucking used it as a towel after we got out of the fucking ocean, and I was like, yo, I got this whole other fresh-ass t-shirt. Like, I'm fucking laced. Like, yeah. It's a good time, you know what I mean? It was a good time. It was uh, so unexpected, that shit was but it was so chill. Started getting dragged us to the beach. And <laughs> <laughs> we all did this. The sun had been down for at least three hours. But the water was pretty warm. It I was, was like, warm. I, w- I want to do that shit again. It's like those nights where, like, you know you're going to get older and, like, talk about it. You're like, yeah. That was a highly memorable night. Yo, and then you bounced, but we all went to fucking Rutgers. Yeah. Like, we had just eaten, then we went to the beach, then we went to go eat again. That's right? why I couldn't eat again. I was like, no. And, and we were, like, sitting at the bar at Redford's, too, and we all ordered different shit. And I don't think anybody had, re- well, not anybody, but, like, Dex had never been there. And, and I don't think, I don't know if Logan had been there or, like, Sergey maybe been there once. They were, like, telling me some shit. Like, they're like, what do we even get here? Like, what do we even get here? I was like, oh, it's like a diner. Like, breakfast is fire. 24-hour breakfast. Like, yo, the, or the, the fucking country fried steak is fire. Like, whatever, whatever. So they're, like, ordering this shit. They asked me what I'm, like, they're like, okay, what do you want? I'm like, yo, can I get rice? No, not rice. I was like, can I get salmon? And I got, like, a side of, like, beets. And, like, a side of french fries or some shit. What? And it was fucking bomb. Like, yeah, it was one of those nights. It was late. It was late. Dude, I love that place because you can get a milkshake at, like, 2 in the morning. Yeah. You can get a fucking 4 in the morning milkshake. Yeah, I wonder when the last time they were closed was, actually, because I know the, the pantry in L.A., it's, like, an OG breakfast spot. They haven't been closed since, like, Christmas Day 1966. Fuck. It's, like, it's in downtown L.A. Like, my cousin used to take me there when I was we got a couple more segments, but like you guys want to talk some shit, just kind of get in a couple quick topics, just like what that went throughout. throughout. I mean, I can tell my Red Wing story real quick. Tell your Red Wing story. Uh, I know you, but you had to go uh, ahead. Play. Basically, when I I started working at San Diego, that was like my first job in like the clothing industry, I guess you'd say. But we had to go to like a product clinic where we learned about all the new products, and they have like raffles. Um. So I entered the Red Wing raffle. Too bad you had to be present to win. And I left five minutes too soon. And I was carpooling. And the person that was driving didn't drive back because they had work at whatever time. So I could have had a free pair of Red Wing boots. But I do not have them. Well, the universe works in mysterious ways. Yeah, I do. And you got down because she's probably the plug for that shit. I am the plug for that shit. 
Uh, pretty soon we're gonna have them in store. Ooh. I know, it's gonna change yeah, the game, dude. That's fucking game-changing. Are you gonna be the only, like, one of the few in San Diego? In San Diego. Yeah. Other than, like, the Red Wing stores. Or, like, Boo World. Yeah. Or, like, Boo They carry, swag. like, the, yeah, they carry, like, the workwear ones. Like, I'm gonna mm. carry, like, the, the ones that I wear, you know? I'm trying to get on that to, Japanese exclusive one too. you can get like too. the collab sheet, yeah, the exclusive women. Oh my god, fuck! Were they like, <laughs> were these boots like Doc Martens, Doctor Martens, or like? It's what? Like it's very similar, but like you're being disrespectful by asking. Yeah, that. kind of. No, I'm <laughs> <just> <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> we're snobs out here, bro. We care about the gear. Uh, so, nah, cause like I fucking don't know fucking thing about boots, and like along the things like on the boots I've seen people like make a big deal about that are work and style are the. Dr. Yeah, no, I think Drake used to rep back in the day. You'd say like Red Wing Boot Gang, cause like him, really? like Oliver, and like they would they would just be like always decked out in that shit. I've never like rock boots like casually, so yeah. it's, it's beyond like, me. Dude, it's not it's not the city for that. Like, it's really not. She, she got the Birkenstocks on. Today. It's the city for the Birkenstocks <laughs> or rainbows. <laughs> and like the bands. If, you, if you or like the foot, what are the Brazilian joints? The little Brazilian flip flops. Yeah. If you got anything like lower than that, it's kind of like you might as well just bought that shit. Like, in store. like for real, you're a tourist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, dude. But once you go with that, like the support of your feet, your dude. I can't wear bands anymore. Like that's why I wear Birks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the sole of band gets flat kind of quick because they're vulcanized. They're meant for you to be able to feel the grip tape like on the board type shit, you know. So it's understandable why they're like kind of thin. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love bands, but I just can't find them. I seen you some skate highs the other day. Don't fucking front. <laughs> Bro, did they have shoelaces on? They didn't. They're like sandals for me. So right now, well, let's get into some topics. Here. Oh, I was about to say, like, you're like, uh, well, shit, man, like, we're, we're kind of, we're kind of coming, like, really close, so I was like, what, like, here, let's, like, let's just real quick takes, all right, how do you guys feel about only one blockbuster in the entire country? Does that, like, kind of, like, sting your childhood a little bit? Me, no. No. Nah, blockbuster didn't mean much to you guys. It's a trip. Because because they said because like well first of all we all knew Blockbuster was going extinct Bro, obviously yeah. but like, I like the black Blockbuster was directly behind like the fence of like the house that I grew up in like it was fucking like I would walk there like every Thursday Friday with my pops and go rent Jackie Chan movies and, like, <laughs> yeah dude you get video Jack, you get video have, games dude, you like, can get like, I grew uh, up like it's not that I had no TV like we had a TV but it's like. A month ago, I got HD TV at my house for the first time in 2018. Like that's well, kind of big moves. Like <laughs> no, I, I haven't had a legit TV in like years. But like I remember like that as a kid, like being real special, like picking out the one. You know what I mean? And, and you like, watched it like all weekend. Well, you or would, whatever, you know? fucking sometimes you'd spend more time inside Blockbuster picking a movie than you would spend watching a movie. Like, <laughs> that's it, true. Uh, yeah, I love being in Blockbuster. Just like looking at all like the nostalgic movies and shit or like movies that like you've seen but you didn't know what it was and then you like come across it and like one of the you fucking like Clarence ones I, I or something I remember being like. a blockbuster like running into my ex type shit when I was in like fucking high school bro. I'm like <laughs> yo are you serious like, <laughs> like they used to have this like, they used to have the cool video games too 
Oh, they did. Yeah, they used to sell all the video games. It's just like the rental process. The new releases would be like a dollar more than the old shit. And it would be like a whole wall with like 30 fucking... Pretty soon, bro. For like a shorter amount of time. Yeah, like two days and shit. You gotta bring that Pretty soon GameStop's gonna be fucking gone, man. Toys R Us is like... Toys R Us is already gone, dude. Toys R Us is already gone, man. Fuck. Yeah. Dark days, bro. No, bro, real shit. Atlas asked me two days ago, Dad, can we go to Toys R Us? Oh, you, sit, you sit down, <laughs> touch the bottom of the show, like, look here, pal. So look I, at Amazon.com. So There's a new Toys R Us. I got a spot where I go to get, like, vintage toys for them that are, like, kind of reasonably priced because they, they just, like, they just have a lot of them. They call like, this swap me. No, like, <laughs> that too, that too. But the, that's where I ended up taking them. I had originally taken them to this other spot where I usually go to, but, like, they were closed. So I was like, oh, fuck it, like, I'll take you to swap me. And it was cool. Like, he got a little yeah. transformer. But, yeah. Well, it's just, like, do Walmart and all them sell toys, too, bro. Yeah. Like, that's where, like, really, I think, killed, like, them yeah. in particular. But, yo, but I hate taking them to Target, and they have fucking nothing on nothing. the shelf. Nothing, I know. Like, that's trash. We went to the Target in Mission Valley. Literally had nothing, yeah. bro. Yeah, it's like that. It's like No that. toys in that area, dude. It's like, what the fuck? Like, it's all of them clear. <laughs> Crazy. I want to be on that, though. Yeah. Dude, I love that list. I love kids. Kids are Yo, like, kids are fucking beautiful. Like, the future is crazy, yo. Have you guys been paying attention to the politics out here yeah, these not days? Much lately. Not uh, much lately. I know you have. You've been, we've been yeah, going back and forth. Yeah, we've been talking about this a little bit. We, we, oddly enough, agreed on something that, that Trump had I think had it's, it's crazy because, okay, so, like, just getting, like, in a way, I don't want to get deep, but, like, just in a way, I want to just break down. Like, I think low-key, like, he's going to fall into, like, that category of, like, the super, like, narcissistic, like, crazy guys that one day, I think, like, if he does somehow turn his shit around, we're going to look at as, like, a fucking, like, genius. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. But he's making it so hard because he's such a dick, bro. Yeah, he's a fucking He's a fucking, dick. like, insensitive, just, like, low-key bigoted, like fucking just yeah. i don't know dude there's just yeah. so many things you can describe yeah, about him no, but like terrible. he's a a very successful businessman and he like the way he's been kind of going about these policies is from a business perspective yeah and, and in a way you could agree with it because it's like like the thing we were talking about specific was like he's calling out european countries that for are, that are that holding us back holding us from back from trade like they're fucking us over from trade they're fucking us over with like just like Security. And it's like if we were the team yeah. that was like we were like the player that was fucking carrying everyone on their back. Yeah, because and it sucks to think about it like that. But at the same time, is it really like that? Like, have we done our own research to where that is what we believe is really true? And we haven't. Well, they they we always have. look at us. They always look at us for sure. I think one of the biggest things too that I thought was that he pointed that out because because he says that. No, no, no. But that's always been like known because like I'm, we're I'm we're really we're now. we're one of the highest. Uh, def- yeah, defense spending country in the entire world, and all mo- past presidents have encouraged other European countries. This is where he talked about like Germany all crazy too, because he was calling them out, saying like, "Yo, you're pretty much Russians, bitch." Because if it wasn't for us helping them out, Russia would fuck you up, too. Bro, he's first-generation American. His mom is from like Finland or Switzerland or something. Uh, Scotland. Yes. She's from Scotland. And then his dad is from Germany. Like I, and I feel like what he was saying is like. Like, almost as if he's fucking trying to lead you astray from believing what it is that, like, is actually true. Like, I don't know, bro. I think it gets too deep. Like, I I don't know. No, but it's just, like, he has these he things the where, like, where he's saying, like, we're 
we're being fucked over on trade economically through like from China and all these other places that we're supposed to have as our allies. But he's calling them out, and a lot of people are like in such an uproar because it's like it's a challenge to status quo that of our thinking that these people are our allies that they're good. Yeah. And then like when he's got someone out here saying like, well, no, they're foes, which is a very harsh word. Yeah, but but then when he corrects himself in the middle of it and saying like, well, foes just means somebody we're in competition with, it's like if Liam and I were to say that we're foes, but we're not because we're like, I don't really believe that we're in competition. I don't believe that we're in competition. I look at more like a rival because of anything. Yeah, but it could be like I wouldn't say it's a rival. I I just say I think we especially both like push each other to be like, oh, you're doing this, like yeah, level up, level up, yeah. Yeah, support. Like, it's not is, being a competitor. This is the only place because if you go to LA and like you're on the same block as another like clothing store, that's competition. But like here, it's if, like if, all if, if you're like selling the same exact product, then yeah. But if you're in a different genre, like I feel like the shops that are around you aren't necessarily your same genre. Yeah. At all. And I think that, like, now that I'm starting to reflect on this a little bit deeper, even though I've given it, like, a few days to kind of mull over, like, the whole idea that he's saying that we're foes, it, like, it gives off a certain perception to people that, like, yo, you're going to start agreeing with him because he's using two words that aren't synonyms, mm-hmm. like, as a synonym. But I think that at the end of the day, if we were more, like, cooperative and, like, if the whole world essentially could be more team-like then we can work past all these issues. But I don't think he goes... I don't think he has a team sort of approach. I think he's trying to to change policy in order to that when he gets out, when he's fucking done playing president, he gets to go back to being a businessman and he set it up to where the trade is a lot fucking easier for him to take advantage of. And I, and I just really believe that. Because, because, that could be a possibility. because politicians have yeah. a personal agenda. At the end of the day, when they're done playing politics, they gotta fucking make money. Like, you don't make that much money as a politician unless you're getting fucking, like, your pockets deep from, like, lobbying and shit. And that's... The, the, the reality of the situation is that, like, there's a fucking... Well, that's okay, why so there's cool. a Netflix documentary documentary out right now about this dude named Roger. And if you watch that shit, you'll start to realize how, like, there's... Like, it's not just, like, Democrat versus Republican. There's, like, an overarching, like, umbrella is of, like, the bullshit. Roger Stone documentary? Yes, that. I saw it did that. Yeah, you must know what I'm watch documentary. Must watch, watch on yeah. Netflix. I'm about to watch that shit tonight. He was, he was a guy that was like a very important role in electing Trump and just like and multiple other presidents. And he like yeah, they called him like the Forrest Gump of American politics because he was just at all these important moments and kind of he was Gump. there but like had a role but nobody like knows who he is. Yeah. Um, mm. he and he's like sense. a larger than life character yeah. in a way because he's he yeah. is like well what he's he's how my, like how I felt is that he's the puppeteer he's got both yeah. marionettes he's got the Democrat and the Republican and fucking pitting them against each other he's like what Don King was to professional boxing and what fucked it up like he's got his one boxer fighting his other boxer and he gets to fucking well, decide what happens like in two thousand what Roger Stone did was he had the guy. Pat Buchanan and he knew he had some dirt on Pat Buchanan and he want and Roger Stone's ultimate goal is to discredit third party politics because he saw it cost uh, George Sr. like the election yeah. in 92 yeah. to and Bill Clinton won so he was like we're going to discredit third party politics so I got my first guy Pat Buchanan yeah. 
and I have some dirt on him. It was like he had like an illegitimate child or whatever. So he has that guy. I'll well, usually do it. And then I'm going <laughs> to get Donald Trump to run for the Reform Party in 2000. So when everybody's looking, am I going to vote Republican or Reform? I'm not going to vote for the party that Donald Trump is running in. Like that's like kind of the celebrity joke party right, in 2000. That's kind of like... If so he just totally yeah. like discredited that party, which was, I think, one of the bigger, like, third parties at the time. The one with the became, And he... It wasn't, it wasn't, like... It was the, a reform yeah, party. Yeah, it wasn't the Green Party type. Um, yeah. So it was, like... But he had his, like, both hands, and he was, like... Yeah. I'm gonna take down this guy, and I'm like, gonna use this guy. both up, but then, like, but make it so that like, you can't do it. Like, you can't vote for that guy, <laughs> essentially, because he's been discredited. And so it's, like... <laughs> Well, your vote is either forced to be Democratic, which you disagree with, or Republican. But his ultimate goal was to get yes. um, George Jr. elected, mm-hmm. and he did, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's like, that's some crazy, like, yeah. mastermind. That's kind of like, you ever watched that movie, Head of State, you with Chris Rock? You Star Wars? <laughs> and Star Wars. <laughs> with the fucking, like, Emperor, and he's, like, yeah. actually the fucking real he's bad guy. He's the real guy. bad guy, yeah. <laughs> that's what that shit is, like, real life seeming it's, like. It's crazy. Well, like, see... Bro, like, I fucking... That's what I'm talking about. It's, like, that type of shit. Like, even in the book of the law, that's, like, like fucking... Alistair Cowley channeled, supposedly, like, while sitting in the pyramid, where, like, do what thou will comes from. Like, in part of the, the shit that he's channeling, he's like, yeah, like, people will realize that this this whole idea of, like, a left and a right, like, is bullshit. He's like, that doesn't exist. And it's like, what? Like, he... He, like, must have, like, known something deeper, which he did because he actually had ties to politicians, and, like, that was, like, almost a hundred years ago, bro, like, I don't know, this, this, it's just, it's like when you, you, when you pull back the curtain and you see what's actually going on, it's like meeting the Wizard of Oz, you realize he's not this fucking dude, like, on this big, like, projector like the fucking head of god he's just some dude like working back here like making sure that it looks like magic you know what i mean and it's like once you start seeing past all this shit that looks like magic like you start to see look what the fuck is real and and eyes get open have you heard of like the political compass test mm-hmm. so you know how like now in general like everybody's like oh, we're on these teams you're either like with us or against us but like the political compass you take a test and it like it's a it's a graph, mm-hmm. and then it like tells you like where you're like the dot like all your answers like, get to the dot like sort yeah of? like what it's a four quadrant yeah. graph of like economically liberal mm-hmm. conservative right, right, right. socially liberal conservative and it's like something a good representation to show you like where you're you not actually where, are where like, you actually are answers and, according mm-hmm. to your answers and it's like it's a lot, you know, it's not like a team. It's like you can agree with certain policies. Yeah. But ultimately, but you're going to do what's best for yourself. Yeah. That, that, and that's like... it's kind of, But it's not like a black and white thing. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you yeah. can be like, you know, like... And there's people that are single-issue voters. But, right. like, it's not like the team thing that everybody's kind of making it out to be. There's a lot of gray. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of gray. It's all gray at the end of the day. And it's not all gray. It's a fucking rainbow. Like, it's, there's really so many different options, but, like... It's all over the place. It, it kind of has to be, like, you're not educated in that way. Like, when you take government in high school, you're fucking taught, like, the black and the white. You know? You're not taught that, like, 
there's this whole other like aspect to politics that's like like the law the, the law is are so fucking, interesting yeah like everybody can interpret it in different ways and I think this conversation that we're having right now is like what what I feel like our individual brands are trying to like represent because we wouldn't be sharing this information if we didn't feel like people needed to know about it and I think that's like it's like us starting off the conversation with like like Chinese astrology and ending it <laughs> on like world politics and like policy like it, it all comes full circle at the end of the day from like ancient cultures and like what they believed and how they operated until like present day like we literally talked about well, my degree in the beginning and this is like what I wanted to study and this is like what's going on like yeah one one thing I was going to say uh, I came across it's very interesting for this time it was uh, it's called the Mice Utopia experiment and it took place in the 50s and I for, his name was like John Sullivan or whatever like if you can look it up a Mice Utopia but it's like kind of an experiment about there's like 3,000 mice and the guy put them in a space where there's no natural predators they have everything they need Mm -hmm. and they grow in population and ultimately they become extinct even though they don't have any predators they just turned on themselves and got separated so far and they're the same species they didn't need to fight over resources there was enough for everybody that's the key but they ultimate and the graph is like it goes up and then it hits the and then they all go extinct Mm -hmm. it says how 1960s mouse utopia led to grim prediction of future of humanity it's it's because the The behavioral sink the belief is that there isn't in abundance like there isn't enough out here for everybody but we know that just california alone could produce enough crops to feed the whole country. We know that the country itself could feed enough to fucking, like, feed three planets. And yet there's people dying of starvation every single day. It's like, it doesn't make sense. But in that sort of mice utopia way where, like, yeah, they fucking end themselves because they're, whatever it is, like, whatever the reasons are, like... They get into different, like, social groups. They get lazier. They get uh less intelligent. Yeah. And that's kind of like the yeah, like but the comparison to I mean my belief, time. my spiritual belief is that there is an abundance, like there is enough out here for everybody. That's oh, why that's why we can have a pop up shop in the side of a shop that's trying to survive. We're trying to survive. We can all survive. Like yeah, at the end of the day, it's like I don't think that you're gonna get too like I don't think anything can get too big to the point where it can be the only thing. It doesn't work like that. I don't that. think it should ever be that way. It shouldn't. Like, you yeah. should always be wanting to help people get better. Yeah, we talked about this last time. Where it was like, I'm a person that, like, True. if you need a printer, you need anything. Same. I'll, here's my list of people I go to. Like, you know, go, yeah. go for it. Like, have fun. Tell them I sent you. And they'll be excited to see yeah. you, you know? Sure. Oh, yeah. And on that note, I think it's about time we get close to close this out because we kind of way past it now but uh um, <laughs> well hopefully for the people that have have been fortunate enough to to tune into the interviews um with unidentified corporation Liam in the past like we, we can kind of build off like previous um sort of spiels you know what i mean like we, yeah. we know what the fuck is up 
and hopefully like we can share these thoughts and these ideas with, with our listeners I mean Dells thank you so much for being on here for the yeah, first thank time thank you like, really thank you guys for having you me I mean the, please come through to the pop up on the 28th next Saturday um, 7 to 11 7 to 11 T Callaway will be DJing on Identify Corporation releasing their summer catalog we're releasing some summer shit Rottweiler you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be fucking mad late. It's going to be it'll a be lit. good-ass time. This coming Saturday, we're having a little secret party. If you're real paying close attention, like, you will know about that shit. So, if you got Stay posted. Comic-Con after party coming your way. We'll be wrapping up. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you said it best, man. Thank you for guys, thank you guys for coming out. This has been Real Fun, Dice Roller Radio, episode 13. 13. Thank you guys again. I go by Will B, a.k.a. Will Be the Don. Stilo Suave. Del from Whiskey Locker. Hey, we sipping whiskey, lemon tea. You know what it is. Thank you guys again. And I'm going to end it on this song. I've been bumping this song. Do you guys know who Lil Duvall is? No. He's like a comedian. He's a comedian right here. Yeah, he has a song with Snoop Dogg that's like low-key been in my head all fucking day. I'm going to fucking play it. And Call. Smile, bitch. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Again, SoundCloud, Instagram, Apple Music, Spotify, all that good shit. Go listen to it. Yard.